The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Jonathan Healy in for Pat. Uh, with the number of TDs in Ireland set to rise at the next election from 160 to at least 172 and possibly 181, Ireland uh, risks having one of the most centralised systems of government of any democracy. Councillors, uh, and who'd want to be one, have fewer powers than in almost every other European country and they can't raise revenue, spending powers, they can control rates, but that's about it, commercial rates. So do we need to address this? Uh, let's talk to Jared Howland, Public Affairs Consultant and Contributor to the Irish Times and Fianna Fáil Senator and Spokesperson on Further Higher Education Research, Innovation and Science, Malcolm Byrne. Jared Howland, first of all, let, let's talk about this. We have no shortage councillors. But what has happened in my lifetime is where they previously had a lot of power uh, to do things, right down to even running the health board. It's all been taken off them. I think it would be more accurate to say they had some powers that have now been taken off them. I'm never sure there was an era when they had a lot of power. Whether we have a shortage of councillors is highly debatable. I mean, Senator Byrne in his piece in the Irish Examiner yesterday pointed out we've one of the lowest ratios of Europe. My personal view is adding more councillors into a broken system is a pointless exercise. And I think concentrating on the numbers of councillors and and their powers um, is, is one issue. But a critical issue here, why power has been so centralised so intensely in central government in this country compared to others is, of course, partially the power to parse. You have no power in local government or in anywhere else in life unless you have the power to parse. There is an unwillingness uh, to give local government the power to raise its own funds. And local government itself, in regard to the repeatedly uh, limited power it has in relation to local property tax, which is a a very small tax uh, by comparison with any European comparison, repeatedly around the country, not in all places, I should say, but repeatedly around the country, uh, say, no, we're not going to take uh, the full amount of the local property tax. We're going to diminish it by up to 15%, which is actually the power we have. So there is no appetite among councillors uh, to, to raise taxes, to exercise power. And the partially the reason on housing is a good example of this, that power has been so concentrated that nimbyism is intensely alive and well in local government. OK, um, what do you say to that, Malcolm Byrne? Well, I, the, the piece I wrote in the examiner yesterday really highlights, you know, as Charles said, we have a very centralised system of decision making in Ireland, much more so than, than any other European country. And uh, as Jared as said as well, we actually have the lowest ratio uh, of councillors to head of population of any European country. So we have one councillor in Ireland for about every 5,400 people. If you look at similar sized countries, for instance, Denmark, uh, there, there's one councillor um, for about uh, every 2,400 people. And in Finland, there's one for about every 627 people. So we, we have far fewer councillors. They have far fewer um, powers. Uh, I, I will correct Jared in that there are some local authorities uh, that have not chosen to cut the property tax. Ah, and in fact, no, I, but that's hardly a benefit now. And, and every I, single time they're well, presented well, I, with I, the I, opportunity, I, they I, run I, screaming. But hold on a second. No, in my I, contribution, I expressly said that. Yeah, uh, I, 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 no, I agree, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not. And I, I, I point to the example of in in my own case in Wexford County Council, where in fact the property tax was increased by fifteen percent, but the fifteen percent increase the monies that were generated 
generated from that. It wasn't used for general revenue. It was specifically put into an economic and social development fund, uh, which was used then to leverage loans to fund investment in parks and in economic development and so on, which is something I think that local authorities uh, should look at doing. But it doesn't take away from the uh, the bigger point around how we have an incredibly centralised system of government. And the result of that is, is that in Leinster House, you will frequently find uh, TDs and senators asking questions about local issues, which would yeah. probably be better decided in local council chambers, uh, where there could be a focus in the national legislature on on dealing with national and indeed international okay. issues. Jared Howland, if I could just ask you a question in relation to that, that, that financial independence that councils really don't have. My experience of working with local authorities, and I work with lots of them right around the country, is that everything is cap in hand. Everything is cap in hand to the department in question going, please, sir, could you, could you fund this for us? As opposed to, you know, it, it just seems as if they are somewhat impotent in getting the things they want done because they can't raise the funds themselves and, and you know, they have limited powers in what they can do. Except in the limited capacity many local authorities do have to raise funds, they recoil uh, from the responsibility of doing so. And I, I checked on the Wexford County Council website uh, and what Malcolm said is absolutely true about Wexford, but there are many others where the opposite is the case. I live in the North Inner City and the local authority area in the North Inner City extends from the port of Dublin, from the sea to the Phoenix Park and from the River Liffey to the Royal Canal and everything in between. In my personal opinion, it's far too large an area for any one councillor to cover effectively. In relation to the instance of crime that have taken place, there's been huge concentration on the role of the Gardaí. There's been far too little, in my opinion, on the role and the failure of the role of local government, the local authority in the North Inner City over, over years and years. There's a very significant uh, contribution to, to, to what's, what's going on there. And in relation to local government, local government generally, yes, it does need more power, but it also needs to be foisted with more responsibility. Uh, and that includes l- local authority members having the power to raise taxes, but also the responsibility of being accountable for them effectively in ways in, in which they are not now. To simply increase the number of councillors in a broken system, uh, in my view, would, would be entirely mistaken. Okay, and Matt, I would point out the blindingly obvious that the Minister for Local Government is, is Senator Malcolm Burns' party political colleague, and I'm not aware of any plans in hand to do anything along the lines of what he's suggesting. Okay, defend Dara O'Brien's honour there, Malcolm. <laughs> No, I, I will. And in fairness to uh, Minister O'Brien, if you particularly look at some of the areas of housing uh, where the Minister has streamlined the process by which local authorities can now build housing. And before, uh, up until recently, you you know, for a lot of cases, you had to go through a four-stage process. And it was precisely the point uh, that you were making about going cap in hand uh, to the custom house. Can we get to the next stage? Can we get to the next stage? Uh, so it, 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 it's part of a broader process. It's not just, by the way, around uh, in the Department of Housing and Local Government. It has to be a, a, you know, a whole of government approach about what decisions do we believe are best taken uh, centrally by central government and what decisions are best taken by local government. Uh, and generally, right, it does mean that we, we have to look at the funding and revenue model. I mean, the one area where you know, there is some level of control is in the setting of commercial rates. Um, but that's a system that dates back to the 1820s and in the digital age to determine 
how much a particular business has to pay based on the size of their shop floor. Uh, it's, it's a complete anachronism. So the, the, the local authority funding model uh, doesn't need to be addressed. Uh, I, I entirely accept the well, point. Well, well, no could, point. Could, we, could we somehow centralise it? Is that what you're proposing? No, I, I, I think there sh- we, we do need to move to a case where local authorities can effectively raise uh, local revenues. Now, it's a, it's a political hot potato, although in most countries in Europe, uh, there are f- some forms of local taxation. Uh, even if you look to the north, where you know people will pay a, a, okay. a much more considerable property tax than we do in the south. They don't want that are provided for that. Can, Malcolm, can I just point? They don't want it. The the people people. If you say, do you want to pay an extra tax? The instant response is, of course I don't. Don't you dare come near me. And as well, a result, local authorities will bottle that. I mean, we're coming up to local elections next well, year. Can you imagine yeah, being no the party going, going in advocating no for going a tax increase? Back. Yeah, no one's going to. And, and actually, it's not a tax increase because the reality is we pay for it anyway. So for our local services, like libraries and roads and everything else. We're paying for it anyway out of the taxes that we pay on our income and on VAT uh, and so on. So it's not an extra tax. It's just giving local authorities uh, the, the power to determine that. So whether it, you know, it's through and it, the, the, the model can be, can be debated, but you know, until we have properly funded and resourced with, with revenue raising and responsibility, um, we're going to continue to have a situation whereby the system is broken. And, and, and do, do, do you think that do you think councillors from your party, Fianna Fáil, because you can only speak for Fianna Fáil, do you think they'd have the bottle to stand up and increase taxes if the city or the county needed it? Uh, I, but I think in, in in certain cases around the country, many of them have done it, uh, and where you know local authorities have faced financial difficulties, they have taken um, some of the difficult decisions. And I, you know, it, it's not a case. It's easier, it's easier to say that crowd in ah, look, that crowd in Dublin did that. I, I, I have nothing I, to do I, with that. That's an easier I, argument to make. I, it is, but but I, I think you know, and your listeners are sensible enough to know, um, services have to be paid for somehow. So are they going to be paid for at a local level or at a national level? Uh, and it, it it feeds into the because the you know the funding model is just is was just one question and um, the other okay. question is the range of powers. So what powers should local authorities have? And I mean, to give the example around in the case of policing, uh, in most uh, European countries, local government has an input into local policing decisions. In Ireland, apart from the joint policing committees, which you know meet uh, you know about four times a year for for an exchange of views. Really, local government has very limited okay. input. And, and, and we know, and we're a little bit outliers when it comes to that. At Jared Howland, if I can just finish by asking you this: population is growing, therefore representation should increase at national level. I know more TDs, hooray! But uh, ultimately, it has to reflect the, the population. But every single time we've gone to the public to ask them to reform the system, we asked them to abolish the Shannon. They didn't want it for some reason. We asked them about directly elected mayors. They decided, yeah, Limerick, but nowhere else. Every time we try to change this and the public throws their hands up in the air, I mean, we have to take a certain amount of responsibility for the dysfunction. Oh, no. Um, we, the people, have exactly the level of dysfunction in government that we thoroughly deserve. Uh, and putting it on to the back of politicians who serve us uh, pretty much as we want is, is, is simply unfounded. Um, the fact is, there are no plans in hand to substantially uh, reform local government. Putting in more councillors, uh, however few there may be at the moment, into a broken system is not an answer. 
uh, there is a possibility, I think, in the light of the fact that there will certainly, in my opinion, be a constitutional referendum proposed by somebody from some quarter to cap the number of TDs. And I think that could trigger a debate uh, on other issues. Uh, But for now, uh, with the exception of the prospect of a mayor of Limerick, which would be very interesting because we'll either be attracted to what happens afterwards or we will recoil from it, um, I think things are pretty much destined to stay as they are largely for now. The, the, the terrible status quo. Uh, Gerard Howland, uh, Public Affairs Consultant, uh, Senator Malcolm Byrne. Gentlemen, thank you both very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.